0: Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you're with me on this Sunday evening, the last Sunday of the month of July, hard to believe, but here we are. My co-host, Pastor Josh, is with us as well, and I couldn't leave this month, this month where we're reminded of our uh, independence, we're reminded of our faith of our founding fathers, we're reminded of God's blessings on America. I couldn't leave this month without answering a question that's come up, and actually I think it deserves an answer. The question is this. Can America survive? Can Western civilization survive? Can we survive in government as a republic without a set of common values and a baseline for structure and freedom? Can I say a foundation for our freedoms? and our republic, and our democracy. Can we survive if we do not have common values and a baseline? Well, our founding fathers didn't think we could at all. A matter of fact, they argued on and on that it was truly with the Word of God, and God's Word completely, that we could sustain our democracy. We could sustain our republic. Uh, did you know for a fact... That there is no free and lasting civilization anywhere in history from an atheistic foundation. That's right. Go back. Search your history. There is no free and lasting civilization anywhere in history that's been built on atheistic foundations. No way, form, or fashion. A culture With no claim on its members, or no guidelines, or no foundation, no curbs on their desires or restrictions, would be a culture with no future. Freedom requires a firm refusal of what is false and what is bad, what is excessive, what is ugly, and above all, what a person is not and should never try to become. When everything is tolerable, then nothing will be true. Now, that's not my quote. I'm quoting from Moss Guinness, and I think he's correct in this. Because when nothing is true, when nothing is true, no one could be free because they're enslaved to their own desires and they're enslaved to the desires of others. That's one of the great problems I see in this woke group and this uh, group out there that's doing their best to correct you and correct me and cancel culture. And these are words we didn't even know just a few years ago, didn't in any way apply to us as Americans because we are free thinkers and we have freedom of speech and freedom of religion. And our Founding Father says this has to be based upon the Scriptures itself. I was reading some things from John Adams. He said this, religion and virtue. By the way, Founding Father John Adams, President John Adams, he says religion and virtue are the only foundations not only of republicanism and of all free government, but of social felicity under all governments and in all the combinations of human society. He said and went on to say in another letter that he wrote to Mr. Warren, he said this, this form of government, our form of government here in America, our republic, our form of government, is productive of everything which is great and excellent among men but its principles are as easily destroyed as human nature is corrupted. A government is only to be supported by pure religion and austere morals. Private and public virtue is the only foundation of republics. Now we could go on and on with quotes from our founding fathers of how their belief in the Judeo-Christian ethics, the Old Testament, New Testament foundation principles is what our nation had to be founded upon, ladies and gentlemen. Just look at the—if you'll take a moment sometime, go back and do a little research, as I have, on the original charters and constitution of the 13 original states— Massachusetts, Rhode Island, North Carolina, Virginia, Georgia, South Carolina, Connecticut, New York, Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, Maryland, these northeastern states as well. You read their original charters and constitution, and it is full of the Bible. They laid down the nation's biblically-based foundations in their charters and in their constitutions they knew it can we survive can western civilization survive without without a guidelines and a set of rules a set of foundational principles and truths can we survive without it well i believe the answer is no we cannot there's no way we can our government our type of government, a republic such as we have, cannot exist unless we keep the foundational truths of God's Word, both Old and New Testaments. We must have that foundation. You know what? I'm going to say something here as well that we need to be reminded of, Uh, the quick spread of the breakdown of the family, this, can I say, overwhelming, just since 2015, the marriage between uh, two men or two women, uh, this fast breakdown of the family uh, on a slippery slope that's getting even worse and the gender ideology that's out there today, uh, how quickly we're moving away and going in this This really validates the danger of the progressive, hardening sin that is permeating our culture, pushing everything possible, atheistic, moving away from the very Word of God, the basis of God's Word. And I don't think that a nation or a uh, government can survive without these foundational truths, particularly our government. Our founding fathers did not think so. And the more you read about them, the more you'll understand how they totally depended upon the governance of the Word of God to be the foundation of this nation in everything we do, in everything we say. Uh, Can I say it's the foundation of all? They believe that. And we just want to reemphasize that here. Uh, On this last Sunday of the month of July, our Independence Month 2023, let's do not forget, even though we're woefully morally adrift, we've become unmoored from the biblical anchors under the influence of godless secularism Uh, they've confiscated our public education system. By the way, just reading just this week that uh, there's 50% less college students pursuing degrees in education than ever before. In other words, the shortage of teachers is getting worse and worse, and 50% of those seeking degrees in higher education Have are not going to go into education and teaching 50% less than what is normal. It wasn't but just a few years ago that uh, many, many of our young people, right here in our church, when they were graduating high school, getting ready to go off to college, and I would ask, What are you going to study? Do you have an idea where you're going? Oh, yes, we want to be a teacher. I want to be a teacher. Well, i tell you, I haven't heard that in quite a long time now. But our public education has been confiscated, in my opinion. The schooling system's turned into just a, can we say, a promotional operation for the spread of anti-God, anti-Bible, anti-church information. And ladies and gentlemen, many, many people are not going to teach that. They're not going to be forced into this. And I really can't blame them. Can you? But here's my good news for you, and that is this. We as the Church of the Living God, we as believers, and every believer, not just a denomination, but every Bible believer, born again child of God, every one of us, we have the wonderful privilege of knowing God, having Jesus in our heart and lives, having the Word of God, truth, and having the opportunity of revival and an opportunity to spread the good news. This is the greatest time, I think, in the history of the church to spread the gospel, to tell others of a Savior who died for them, who died in their place, who will always be true, and will never, ever lie to them. We as believers have the most awesome privilege and responsibility in our day. To share the good news of the gospel to this generation. Perhaps the last generation before Jesus comes. You and I have that wonderful privilege. Well, I hope that we can join together in our efforts as Bible believers across denominational lines and move forward for Christ. While our co-host, staff evangelist for Southwest Radio Ministries and our assistant co-pastor here at Antioch, Brother Josh Davis, is coming now to share some great truth with you.
0: Thank you, Pastor Brad. And thank you to our listening audience. I'm so glad that I get to spend the next few minutes with you. I want to let you know about a couple of unique ministries, plus some more information. Before I jump into that, let me remind you how you can connect with us at Answers from Antioch. You can go to our church website, antiochbristol.com, and find many, many ways to connect with us and to contact us. Of course, to each and every one of you, we extend an invitation to join with us in worship, in any and all of our services, and service times, and so much more are available on our website. You can also reach us by phone, 276 669 4030. While you're on our website, you can find links to this recording, whether it be the weekend. 30-minute program or our Monday through Friday 10-minute program. And if you have Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, you can simply search Answers from Antioch and subscribe. Every time a new episode is released, it'll automatically download to your device that has that specific app. Uh, Downloaded to it. So uh, we invite you to connect with us in all those ways and so many more. I didn't even mention our Sunday services, but they're there on our church website also at sermonaudio.com as well. Well, today has been a busy day of ministry, a a full, jam packed day uh, of activities and things here at Antioch Baptist Church. And this afternoon, we were privileged to host a special share for a missions ministry that we've been in partnership with. Uh, for many many years now pastor Brad has been closely linked with this organization and has gone on several short-term missions trips with them it's a unique ministry and i want to tell you a little bit about it and how you can be involved with the special charathon that we hosted here at Antioch this afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. it's through the GPA that stands for gospel Preacher Association, the GPA Missions Army of 2000. And so they are trying to get at least 2,000 individuals who can help support the ministry for a gift of $5 a month. $5 a month, we're talking about $60 a year. And that would help to fund their home office and many of the Purchases that they have to make for office supplies and things like that. Now, their costs go beyond that, but there are churches who are supporting this as well. But they're trying their best to keep costs to a minimum. And by a minimum, I laugh when I say that because by a minimum, I don't mean 10%, 5% out of the missionary's pocket. I'm talking about zero dollars out of the missionary's pocket if they can help it at all. And so that's why they have this effort to raise $5 a month, $60 a year for this army of 2000. And so I just want to ask you to prayerfully consider how you might partner with this ministry to help meet this need and and I can vouch for them. Uh, They're straight down the line doctrinally, and it's local church-based missionaries that are sent all over the world, missions projects that they help to fund. Uh, Actually, they had a team that is in uh, certain different countries right now doing short-term missions projects, and they have an ongoing ministry that's very unique called the Mercy Project. I'll mention that in just a minute. Uh, but uh, I'm just simply saying this: this ministry is straight down the line, doctrinally, biblically sound. Uh, I know I don't like to invest into a ministry that I do not know where they stand or how the money is going to be used, uh, but I, I'm I'm not ashamed to tell you that I invested in this sixty dollars a year, and that I am part of this army of two thousand personally. Uh, And that's the very least that I can do. In fact, we try to do more to support the many missionary families that they have with this wonderful ministry. Uh, But this could be a wonderful opportunity. Simply pray about it. You know, on this program, uh, we typically do not make any appeals like this whatsoever. And I want to be up front with you. There is zero kickback in this for us I just knew that this happened at our church today, and I felt like this was a good opportunity to help spread the word about this wonderful missions group and wonderful opportunity that you have that you can be involved. So, when somebody sends support for a missionary to the GPA, the Gospel Preacher Association, they really believe and they are committed to this that. They want the missionary to receive every single penny of that support that's intended for the missionary. So they don't charge any of the missionaries for the services provided by the home office. That's why they are raising these funds to help the missionaries to gain their full support, to stay on the field. Uh, If somebody gives the missionary $100, $100 goes directly into the missionary's account. And so we encourage you to find ways that you can be involved. Now, you can reach out to us here at the church. Again, our phone number is 276-669-4030. But the best way that you can contact GPA Missions directly is by going to the website, gpamissions.com, gpamissions.com. GPA, again, stands for the Gospel Preacher Association, you can call the office at 610-806-6555. Again, one more time, 610-806-6555. And I know that uh, your support with this wonderful ministry can help them to further uh, the calling that God has placed on them. Uh, I mentioned briefly the Mercy Project. What is that? And this may be something that you can pray about being involved in yourself down the road. It's a unique ship-based ministry. And they have outfitted a ship and that has medical supplies, exam rooms, Places where they can do medical missions on board this ship. And they do short-term missions in several different of the Central American countries and other places in the Americas. Right now, they're currently not sailing across the seas, across the Atlantic or across the Pacific, but mainly in the Americas, Central America, down into the Caribbean chain, and perhaps even into South America eventually. But God's opening up doors through missionaries that they already have on board with their mission organization. They're taking trips to places like Honduras and other countries that have a dire need. They're always looking for medical personnel who can go along. What they do is they bring people on Board the ship to receive medical care. Uh, they help take care of them while they're on the ship where they can keep everything sanitary and they don't have to set up like a field hospital or tents to do medical care, but they can bring people into a sanitary environment, take care of them on board the ship, and then bring them off safely and help them get medical care that they need and many of the people cannot afford. But beyond just medical care, they take evangelistic teams as well. They will help missionaries conduct vacation Bible schools or children's camps, whatever the case may be. Or they'll do a evangelistic crusade or campaign of some kind to reach out with the good news of the gospel. So you say, I'd love to be involved. I don't have any medical training. Well, there's other teams like the evangelistic team. There's other support that is needed outside of the medical field that perhaps you could be involved with. So I encourage you, if you're interested in that kind of a short-term mission trip, Go to their website, find them on social media, uh, Gospel Preacher Association, gpamissions.com. Wonderful missionary organization. I know Pastor Brad uh, lends them his 100% support. I do as well. And let me also tell you about another wonderful ministry opportunity, the Tri-Cities Gospel Music Camp, and it just ended this past Friday. It always goes the last two weeks of August. I met some of you who were there who listened to us on the radio Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for responding by going to the Tri City Gospel Music Camp. Uh, Sometimes I think it's one of the best kept secrets in our area. The last two weeks of July, it's the old fashioned singing school. Maybe you grew up having singing schools at your church or going to a singing school. The more people I talk to, the more I find out that local churches all over this area used to host singing schools back in the summertime for one week. or two weeks straight in fact i was talking to a preacher friend of mine the other day uh, who said that he grew up in kingsport and they had it for two weeks straight in the first week they never sang an actual word in the book they sang the notes the shapes and maybe that's bringing back some old memories for you singing the shapes the do re mis if you don't know what i'm referring to And even that language gets over my head. I'm not very well versed in that. I'll admit that to you. But they do a wonderful job teaching from preschool age, literally. I'm talking about three and four year old kids all the way to adults, senior adults who are in their 80s and 90s that are attending, and literally every age in between. And so you say, I, I, I won't really fit in there. Yes, you will, and uh, we encourage you to be involved. You can check them out on Facebook, Tri-City Gospel Music Camp. You can search on Google. We have a website for the Tri-City Gospel Music Camp, and you can find out more information, see some videos, get a feel for what it's like, whether that be through the website or the Facebook page. Some interesting stories that came out of the music camp this year. We had a young man from Australia, of all places. And he, how did he wind up in northeast Tennessee at a gospel music camp? He said, if you'd have told me that about three years ago, I'd have laughed in your face. He was an atheist. He grew up in an atheistic household. His parents, especially his father, despised religion. And he just ignored it until God got a hold of his heart and began to work in him. And I don't have time to share his whole testimony, uh, but suffice it to say that over a period of time, God worked in his heart and God brought people into uh, his life that kept pointing him to Jesus, kept witnessing to him, kept sharing God's word. He rejected them at first. He thought they were crazy. They were just these religious wackos. But God kept softening his heart and kept speaking to him. He surrendered his life to the Lord, and he was gloriously born again there in Australia. Well, an American missionary from Tennessee was serving as a pastor in Australia, close to where he lived. And wouldn't you know it, through the providence of God, he got connected with that church, and that pastor is continuing to disciple him. The pastor, missionary pastor from Tennessee in Australia said, you know what, I've been praying for somebody that could help me with music. And this young man, when he was newly born again, and he had a passion for music, God had given that to him. He started learning uh, hymns of the faith and singing those hymns, encouraging other peoples to give it their all, and singing wonderful songs of the faith. And uh, the pastor said, I've been praying For somebody that could help me with music. And I believe that God has gifted you with the gift of music. And I know you have a heart for the Lord. Why don't you consider getting some training? And so he came to America to people that this pastor knew at his home church. And they trained him. They said, hey, we're going to the Tri-City Gospel Music Camp up in northeast Tennessee. Why don't you tag along with us for two weeks? So here he comes and here he was. And he has been blessed with that. He's going to take the skills and the knowledge that he's learned back to Australia to help his local church uh, to learn to better sing to the Lord and worship God with their very best that they can. And that's an inspiring story to me. I don't know about you, but that blesses my heart to know and to see The fruit of this ministry is impacting not just northeast Tennessee, southwest Virginia, parts of Kentucky, North Carolina, Georgia, South Carolina, Louisiana, uh, all across the south, down into Florida even, and uh, Arkansas, Mississippi, uh, Kentucky, regions beyond. But it's reaching literally around the world now from right here in a gospel music camp in northeast Tennessee. And so if this is something that interests you, I encourage you to find them online. Again, you can reach out to our church here. But it's always the last two weeks of July. I want to tell you that ahead of time so that you can pencil it in. You can put it down somewhere so that you can remember to be involved. And uh, maybe you've got kids. Maybe you've got grandkids, great-grandkids that would be interested in this. Uh, There's a lot of people that come and bring their grandkids I know of some families that have four and five generations that are coming with their whole family. Isn't that amazing to think about? So these are just some ministry opportunities that you can be involved in. Ways that we can serve the Lord, grow in Him, uh, and minister for Him at home and around the world. And just prayerfully considered how you might be involved in these wonderful missions organizations and special outreaches through local churches right here in the Tri-Cities area. And by the way, these aren't the only good ministries. There's many wonderful ministries, just like the radio station, if you're listening to us on 91.5 WHCB, many wonderful organizations like that that are so worthy of your prayers and your support, if you can financially support it, But your partnership in ministry truly means the world. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at AntiochBristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us, and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.